This is Living Your Big Bold Life Podcast, and I am your host, Bet Lucas. I am a mom of six crazy kids. I work as a VP in a fast-paced industry, and I've been on a health journey. But what does living your big, bold life even mean? Living boldly is having the courage to finally listen and do what your heart has been trying to tell you all along. Maybe it's to take back your health, write the book, go for the job, run the race. And I'm here to help you listen to that voice and to remind you to be you boldly, the world needs you. Hello, welcome to Living Your Big Bold Life Podcast. I am your host, Bette Lucas, and today's episode is all about the intermittent fasting window that no one is talking about. And I can't wait to dive in today and share with you all the details about this little secret that I have found works great. But before we get started, I'm laughing right now because, of course, the minute I start recording, I see the Amazon driver like pulling up through our driveway. He's driving up now, and what do you bet? Like my two dogs that love to bark, my golden retriever and my lab, Flynn, um, kind of sad. She's getting a little bit old and slowing down. Uh, Sadie is just a couple years old, so we've got a long time with her. But gosh, they're special animals, and I we love them so very much. But I do feel like killing them both when they will not stop barking at everybody who shows up to my front door. And I have to admit, I like the security of it and that they are protecting us and kind of notifying us someone is here. But gosh dang it, does it have to be right when I start recording an episode? <laughs> The other thing I'm looking, I'm looking out the door right now because my kids think that anytime an Amazon driver comes that the box is just fair game. Like you can just open it and rip it and see if it's yours. And they think it's like constant Christmas around here. And I don't know how you guys do it. Like where do you hide things you don't want your kids to find if you order them online? Or are your kids like actually well-behaved children who think that not every package is just fair game? Maybe it's a big family thing. You know, when you go and eat at like a house that has a lot of kids, they eat a lot faster. I really believe this is the case because they want to get seconds next. Like if it's something that they like, like they are going to be getting through those tater tots extra fast, right? They want seconds of those. So like mom doesn't make those every day. Mom doesn't let us have those. Those are a treat. Maybe it's the same thing with those packages. Anyways, Unlike guarding this box, I'm done kind of guarding this secret or this tool from all of you because I believe there is an intermittent fasting window and an eating window that no one is talking about, and yet it can be a really powerful tool for your tool belt. And like I always talk about, by sharing this tool, it doesn't mean that I always use it. It doesn't mean that I think it's better than other tools. But I believe that the more I can add different tools to your tool belt, the more likely you are going to find a tool that fits you and your current situation and your current journey the best. And that's really my goal. And I have found it's so empowering to have all these different tools and say, you know what, for my life right now, in this time, in this moment, this tool fits me best. So What window am I talking about? Well, the eating window of eating 
earlier in the day, eating more around your lunchtime and breakfast time versus eating at night. You know, most of the time when you talk to someone who wants to start intermittent fasting, people will say, skip breakfast, start eating around noon, and then close your window, your eating window around eight. And they'll say, there you go. You're in a 16-8 window. Don't do anything else differently, okay? Everything else is the same. And yet, early in my journey, I had great success by skipping dinner and eating earlier in the day. At that time, I was waking up super early, often working out in the mornings, and I found I really liked opening my window around 6 to 7 or 8 and then closing around 1, 2, 3, or even sometimes as late as 4. That really worked well for me. Now, for some of you, if you said, Bet, well, you opened at 6 and you close at 4, that's a 10-hour eating window. Now, would I always do that eating window? No. Sometimes if I opened at 6, that meant I closed closer to 2 o'clock. So again, I was kind of in this 8-hour eating window, but no one ever mentions this option. I believe the tool that I'm sharing today is exceptionally powerful for a few different camps of people. Number one, if you're someone who has struggled with intermittent fasting because you don't want to take things out of your coffee, you like to have your bulletproof coffee, you like to have cream in your coffee, you like to have oat milk in your coffee, you like to have stevia in your coffee, all of those things, I believe, by having them, you are not fasting. By having an earlier eating window slash midday eating window and fasting through kind of the dinner time you can have those things in your coffee and not have to give them up. Now, ironically, with a later eating window, you could have those things too. But most of you who don't want to give them up, don't want to give them up that first thing in the morning. You're you're used to your habit. You have become so, so accustomed to it. Now, I'm going to say something else. Please, though, continually try to switch to black coffee. And you don't have to do black coffee all the time. But let's be honest, the less cream we have, the less drive-through coffee we have, and the more we just incorporate and like black coffee, the better. Really, at the end of the day, drinking those calories, they often don't fill you up, they don't satiate you, and yet they are giving you a pretty high caloric load. And even if you are not a calorie counter, we all can agree on that. You know, some people call it like a liquid milkshake or a cup of cake is effectively what you're you're drinking when you have those fancy coffee drinks or when you have your cream or oat milk or sugar in your coffee. I'm not here to continually say, yes, just always have those. But if that's preventing you from intermittent fasting, then try having a morning window for your eating. And then with that coffee, you can still have some eggs or some other form of protein. And then maybe you have a really, really solid lunch. And then maybe you close your window with something small, maybe a protein or a good fat or a vegetable or a fruit. But you decide what works best for you. So I guess if you are someone who thought they could never intermittent fast because they couldn't take the things out of their coffee, maybe an earlier eating window is for you. 
Okay, the next person I want to talk to is that person who is struggling to get any sort of results with intermittent fasting. And usually why I believe that is the case is that you are not yet adjusted to intermittent fasting, right? So you're often overeating inside of your window. And most of the time when people are overeating, it's not earlier in the day. It's later in the day, right? At least that's been the case for me. It's dinner and then it's after dinner. So by having an earlier window and closing and starting to fast at three, four, five in your day, you are much more likely to not access the pantry, to not overeat and not graze, right? So what I found early on my journey is that by eating earlier in my day and cutting myself off earlier, that allowed me to have better results. And I really wasn't seeing dramatic results when I had a later window. But the minute I stayed within kind of that early to midday window for eating, I saw pretty rapid results. And remember, fasting is like a pair of shoes, right? It's it's like shoes. You need to wear them for a while and make them get comfortable. And nothing that you start is going to feel comfortable right away. So if you're trying this new window, please don't think that it's just going to have overnight success or you're going to see overnight results. You need to wear them for a while. It's like those pajamas that get super comfortable because they're old and raggedy and they look like crap, but you love them because they're so comfortable. Trust me, I have so many of these ones. I'm sure Spencer's dying for me to get rid of of them. (laughs) But that's how fasting is, right? So you need to try on these different fasting shoes. I always say you need to find the fasting shoe that fits you best or that fits where you're at that day. But you also need to realize that nothing's going to feel super comfortable at first. Anytime you make an adjustment in your life, it's going to take a while to get a little bit more comfortable, right? A new job feels like that. A new baby feels like that. Working out for the first time is going to feel like that. But you know what? Well, you know what did feel comfortable pretty right away when I met Spencer? Isn't that cool? I hadn't felt comfortable in a relationship for a long time. So honey, you're the exception or you're exceptional. But I digress. Outside of that, most things don't feel comfortable right away, okay? (laughs) And so that's why an evening fasting window can be such an awesome tool. And the reason I'm kind of focusing on that today is that I don't feel like it's really talked about very much in the fasting community. I mean, how many times do you ever hear someone when they're telling you how to intermittent fast, tell you to skip dinner? No, they're always telling you to skip breakfast. I just think that this is a very overlooked thing. And I feel like that's such a shame because I've seen the results that people have by using this window. And again, it's not for everybody. It doesn't need to be for you each and every day, but it's an, a tool, right? Sometimes we need a hammer. Sometimes we need a wrench. And sometimes on your journey, this window could be a really good fit. Okay. Now the critics will say, but you know, I just, I just couldn't do that. I couldn't not eat dinner with my family and I want to eat dinner with my family and that's going to take so much self-control and well, and you know, 
you're going to promote disordered or dysfunctional eating in front of your family. And I just, I just don't want to do that. And you know what? I would challenge both of those things. Number one, it's a habit you have to build. You have to figure out what you're going to do instead of eat at dinner, right? Are you going to have a cup of decaf coffee? Are you going to have a cup of tea? Are you going to have a cup of hot water? But the greatest thing about it, what I find, is that dinner is a busy time. There's lots of talking. I'm cutting someone's steak. I'm serving someone more water. Someone probably spilled something. Vivi needs uh, you know, more food, whatever it may be. And what I love about fasting through dinner when I decide to do it is that I feel that it allows me to ask more questions, be more present, listen better. The way I picture it is it helps me to face outward towards my family. And I think that's so critical in a world where, at least for me, I'm feeling bombarded on so many fronts, right? And I often think that leads me to feeling and looking distracted, right? My mind is going a million miles a minute. And I think many of you feel that exact same way. And what I want to say to encourage you is that by fasting, I really think it helps you face outward better and more and be more present. And I'm a very flawed and perfect human being. I do believe very genuinely that fasting has helped me face outward to my family and be more present. And I really couldn't ask for anything more because I feel like it's so critical for me as their mom to do that with six young children who want my attention and want my listening ear and want my eye contact. So nice that I'm not obsessed with feeding my, myself that really I'm feeding them and their needs. And yet I fed myself very well earlier in the day and I have the energy, therefore, to push through this fasting window. Many of you also fear that it's encouraging dysfunctional and disordered eating. And I have also found that that is not the case because I can share with them that mommy's body is, not, is done growing you know, I'm done growing. Their body is still growing and developing in, in so many ways. It's normal for me to take breaks from eating. And it's a little bit more normal for them to need to eat more and more often. I also think the way that I can continue to be an example of healthy eating and a healthy lifestyle is that when I do eat, choosing food that serves my body best and showing them that you can enjoy food when you are eating. And I'd actually like to challenge a lot of people out there that don't intermittent fast and that say it's dysfunctional. And yet I'd watch them eat throughout the day and I guarantee they were snacking on their kids' leftover goldfish. Hey, we've all been guilty of that. You know, drinking coffee throughout the day, maybe a Diet Coke, really not eating any nutrient-dense, body-serving meals. That, to me, is much more disordered and much more dysfunctional than it is to eat really healthy and feast away when you eat and then fast and fast well when you fast. And I hope that makes sense. But you can fast while your family eats. You can. Because if someone like me who loves food loves to consume, can do it. 
I know you can too. And one other thing I want to mention is about energy. Fasting really does give you energy. Now, when you're first starting to fast, it can actually feel the opposite. Your body hasn't really learned how to tap into your reserves, all that energy that's in your fat stores and glycogen stores. There's energy there for you to access. Once your body learns how to turn on those switches, you will see that energy. But at first, you might not feel it. But now that fasting is such a common place in my life, and I do it differently probably each and every day and each and every week, each and every month, I do find that fasting gives me energy that I longed for so many years ago. I even noticed once I implemented a 24 to a 36-hour fast a week, which I also don't do every week, but I do do them occasionally and I share about them often called a Mealist Monday. I noticed throughout that whole week, I have higher energy. Now, the hardest part is the night of that long fast. But the next morning, I wake up with a bounce in my step. And I wish that I could share that feeling with each one of you that hasn't experienced it. Because once you experience it, you're like, wow, it's just so, it's so empowering to have that energy. But you guys remember, when a lion has just feasted, what does a lion do? They sleep. They rest. They're tired. But when a lioness is hunting and she hasn't eaten in a long time, does she look low energy to you? Watch any National Geographic or nature show. Heck to the no. They are high energy. They're going at full throttle. And guess what? Your body can be the same. Your body doesn't have to run on fuel that you're putting inside your mouth. There is a ton of fuel and energy already in your body today that your body just has to learn how to access. And most of us, not all of us, but most of us today have extra energy that we're holding on to inside of our body because we are an overfed nation and world. And yes, there are some of you that are not. And this message yes, does not go out to you. And in an effort to be polite to people that struggle with different things, we also, though, can't walk around on eggshells all the time and with blinders on that childhood obesity, diabetes, adult obesity, metabolic disease is rampant. And it's getting worse. And it got worse during all the COVID lockdowns. So we need, we need to be talking about tools that can work for people. And again, by talking about them, that shouldn't mean that they're for everybody. We should be exchanging information in the hopes that each of us can help each other to be as healthy as possible. So if you're that person out there that doesn't really want to try intermittent fasting, but you're looking for something, or you don't want to count the hours in a fast, this also can work for you. Just skip dinner sometimes. Instead of skipping breakfast, just skip dinner every once in a while. And if you've been wanting to try intermittent fasting, you're going to hear all over the internet and from all the experts, okay, skip breakfast. This is what you do. This is how you do it. But maybe you need to hear this today. You need to hear about the intermittent fasting window that no one's talking about. Maybe you need to skip dinner. 
Because when I skipped dinner early on on my journey, that is actually when I saw the results. Today, I am more flexible on when I fast and how I fast. But early on in my journey, that was a huge part of my over 40-pound weight loss. So if you have a friend that you want to share this episode with, I hope you will do that today. Maybe someone out there that wants to live more boldly in the areas of health, career, family, or fasting. And I guess my goal is that this humble and perfect little podcast makes a big, bold difference to you, to them, for me, my children, and for the world. So my friends, I'm going to go find those crazy inmates upstairs, give them lots of hugs, try to face outward. We're on a holiday movie streak around here. I don't know what we're going to watch tonight, but I'm going to soak them up. I'm not going to have dinner. I'm going to drink my hot water. I'm going to listen, be present. And I know I can leave dinner feeling like my cup is full, full of love from my children, full of joy that I get to be their mom, and full of gratitude that I get the choice to fast tonight so that I can be as healthy as can be. I hear the piano and I hear the kids running upstairs. Gotta go, my friends. See you next time. Thank you for listening today. If you enjoyed today's episode, don't forget to write a review and push that subscribe button. I also hope you will come hang out with me on Instagram, Facebook, and my new website, vetlucas.com. And remember, friends, be you boldly. The world needs you.